1: Hey everybody and welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Today we are talking to Kristen Walcoop and you know what? She is amazing. She is a great office manager with Willowwood Insurance out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we are pumped to be able to talk to her. She is works with directly one of my good friends, Lisa Hangel. Shout out, Lisa. And we absolutely love her. But today we're talking to her office manager about what makes being an office manager and what she brings to that position so fabulous. So Kristen, I'm super excited to talk to you today. Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast.
0: Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm glad
1: to be here. Well, you know what, I wanted to let everybody know, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but tell me a little bit about how you found yourself, how you found yourself at Willowwood? What is your kind of journey into the insurance
0: space and how did you find yourself where you are today? Well, I started out, out of college um, in, you know, mostly sales, business to business, and um you know, obviously customer service, that kind of thing. And found myself after I had kids really devoting my time, we moved and such. So I had to kind of devote my time to my kids a little bit. Um, Once they got to an age where I felt comfortable going back to work full time, um, I started looking and through a friend heard about a position and it just sounded really intriguing to me. I would had no experience in insurance, and but the the position sounded great. It sounded like a fit for me. It kind of incorporated customer service, sales, uh, you know, learning something new, you know, the insurance industry. And so I I I went for it, and I have never looked back, and I've been happy ever since. And so, how long ago was that that you came into the insurance industry? I um, have been a licensed agent for 7 years and 3 months i think nice nice yeah so so you're not like a completely spring chicken you have definitely
1: like like put in your hours and you're definitely put in your uh your time right so you entered into the insurance space in a captive environment
0: is that is that correct yes i was a, with a captive agency not not large agency itself uh five people and um it's but you know, it was great, great learning experience. Yep. Um, I I re- it was another uh uh woman owned business, I like that about it, and um, it just you know, it is a great environment to learn and to grow. And um, I was there for six years nice. and was lucky enough to uh join Willow Wood a year ago, and um, it's it's fascinating going into going from a captive agency into a an independent agency it's so really, tell me a little really about
1: that journey because I think a lot of people might start off in a captive environment right we, we get hired on by the farmers the state farms the all states of the world right we get great training we have great bosses we have great people that really focus our energies we you know but you have one product right and you have one company that you right. work with, not product but company and what was it like going from, cause I mean, I think when I went and this was, my journey was 20 years ago, going from captive to independent. So my journey I know is completely different. And honestly, it's almost like childbirth. You almost forget about all the pain. <laughs> you almost forget about all the anguish. Cause I think it's so cool on this end of things, but tell me a little bit about that journey for you of going from, one company's product over to the idea because I know with Lisa, I know she represents multiple different companies as we do while we're independent. And you know, I mean, there's also the comp- concept that independent, which I don't think a lot of captive agency uh, team members really get and understand, is a lot of our companies kind of come and go out of the market, right? Like they're really, really strong and they do really good for a little while and then they decide to lay back a little bit, right? And they decide to maybe like clean up their book a little bit. Maybe they became into the industry or into the state at that moment in a really growth-oriented mode. Maybe they took on a little bit of business they were not a little bit comfortable with. And then they kind of back off on it. And we've seen, especially during COVID and with things changing, you have really, I mean, today is, uh, let me look at my calendar, November 2nd, 2021. And you have really come into the independent side of the agency during- probably at the very beginning of COVID and all of that chaos and mayhem. Tell me some of the things you've learned in the journey from going to a captive to an independent.
0: Well, um, um, we don't actually have eight hours. That could probably be like forever, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a big question. But I, I I have, starting out when I was at a, in the captive agents, I'm, I felt like a professional. I'm like, oh, I know my stuff you know? And then I moved over to uh, the independent side and realized how little I knew. I mean, mm-hmm. cause you, you go and you have all of these companies with all, you know, they're all different. They all have their strengths and they're great. And it's great to be able to rep- represent them all because they fit different people and different yep. needs. And so for me, it was just the extent of, you know, learning, uh, it was a little frightening at times. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much to learn. So it was a little overwhelming at first, I guess. Um, but it was fun. I mean, and, you know, working with Lisa, my boss, the, the, it, you know, she owns the agency. Um, it was just, it was a great fit because we, even though when we did start with COVID, we, um, started out actually on her back deck. We were, had our laptops and we were outside. So we'd be able to, she could train me, um, you know, but we could still be together and, yeah. and it worked out. And, um, so it was, it was a, it was a strange time to switch, but at the same time, I think it, um, actually helped us. Cause we kind of could focus on, mm. on that. Right. And, and then, you know, the, the running of the office kind of came secondary, you know, right. you know, so as an office manager, we weren't even in the office. We were kind of just, you know, everybody was just trying to, you know, keep things together at that time and try to make business run, um, even during COVID. So it was, it was a, an interesting time to change, but, um, I think it worked out well. So did you get with that process of going independent, a different
1: level of some of the sub, I'd use the word sub coverages, but I think that there's a lot of coverages in a homeowner's insurance policy that are kind of taken for granted, I think in different realms. And sometimes if we focus on kind of a script that we're given in other, other spaces, we don't really focus on some of those, like, um, like, like, like ordinance and law or some of the the other minor coverages that really make a big difference when we come down to an insurance policy that one carrier may or may not offer and one may not. I think sometimes mm-hmm we don't always focus on some of those. Did you find it challenging to kind of make some of the, I mean, I know we all know about liability. We all know about property. We all know about comp collision, you know, all of those. Did you find that there were a lot of differentiations in coverages? Because I know that with uh, some of our carriers, the carriers had different levels of coverage, and then they also offer different levels of coverage for the different types of packages that they offer. And Mm -hmm. I find that, I'm not going to say challenging to remember, but when I'm in a conversation with a client and I'm in sales mode, sometimes I forget the nuances. And I think maybe coming from especially a captive industry where you have one Company of products. How have you learned to juggle that conversation? And I know you're not like on front end sales, but like as you're talking to a client, maybe renewals and so forth, working with the different carriers, to different levels of coverage, the different levels of even these little sub sub type uh, level coverages. How do you kind of keep all that straight? Because that just gets overwhelming. I think sometimes.
0: I. I 100% agree with you. I found, like I said, I found it overwhelming when I first started just the the sheer number. I mean, cause you're learning about the companies and then their different coverages. And like you said, the nuances and yes. this package is this and that, and um, it took a while. I mean, it wasn't like it came to me at first. I mean, I had to work on it. And one benefit I think I have is um, because we're in COVID and everything is done practically over the phone nowadays or, you know, video or whatever, and a lot of emails, um, it gave me the ability to, you know, ask the questions, you know, talk to them, have this, and then I, a lot of times, I would, um, I would say, you know, okay, so I've got all the information I need so far, let me get some information together, and so I kind of did it as a step-by-step process, and I would, you know, either call back, or like, you know, I'd say, okay, I'm going to follow up with an email, I'm going to send this to you. Then we can discuss it further. Not that I wanted to break it down that much, but it did give me the ability to, because I do a lot of account reviews, you know, reviews and and stuff and account rounding. So it was it allowed me to um, just kind of get to know the customers better. I did. I had the advantage also of introducing myself as the new office manager, and so it kind of was a, a nice way of getting to know them and gathering information. And I and I would always say you know, I know you've, um, you know, you've talked to Lisa or Allison or somebody, you know, before and you've got, I said, but since I've never met you, uh, you know, I may be asking some repeated questions and it's just really because I want to get to know you and make sure that I, I you know, cover what you need covered and, you know, address what you, what you need. And so that's how I would approach it. And in the beginning when I didn't know anything and was, I was just learning, it really, really helped because I, I could go investigate what I was, you know, wanted for them or needed for them. Now, it, it you know, obviously after a year later, I'm, I, I don't have to do that as much, right. but it, it certainly helped a lot in the beginning. I love that. I love that.
1: And I think um, by being able to say we do shop the top 15 markets, 10 markets, 25 markets, 35 markets, whatever you guys have, right? In yeah. in the state. So, let me go ahead and do that and I can get back with you. Give me about 45 minutes or, you know, an hour or how about a time tomorrow that would work best for you? I think having those conversations and setting those expectations up front, they I think, you know, whenever people go to a captive company, like either USAA or Geico or State Farm or Allstate, they they expect to get the, the, the quote over the phone, right? But I think by setting the expectation, we do represent multiple different companies. Let me do a full analysis of your information. And what I'm going to do is, when is the best time for me to contact you and for us to reconnect? And I think that's a great way, not only to build value because they know that you're, you are shopping multiple different companies, but then also that you go through and you look through all the little details that you need to make sure you look through, right? Based on that company and making sure that you get the right coverage for them for where they are. I think that's amazing. And I'm glad that you've taken the time to do that rather than just trying to do it on the fly on the phone. Cause I think sometimes people do that and they don't really
0: have all the answers that they need for their clients. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to not cover them or something or give them an, a wrong answer, even worse. You know, I just, I want to make sure that I do it properly. And um, yeah, so for me, it's this, uh, I mean, I hate to say COVID's helped me, but in this way, you know, this environment that we're in, it really did facilitate me learning the independent side so much better. And, and I, I feel so much more comfortable with yeah. it, because I was able to do it that way, and uh, you know everybody was very receptive to it. They really were, so it was. I, I am. When you said the word, you know, that you set expectations, that's something that I have always tried to do. Whether it's just even a callback, I will you know, not even like quoting them or anything. I, I'll, I like to set the expectation. If I'm, you know, finding out about a refund or something, I'll say, you know what, let me look into it. I will call you back by the end of the day. Or if I can't, I'll say it won't be today, but I will have your answer by tomorrow or something. I, I like to set expectations. I think customers appreciate that a lot. And I, I feel it, um, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll say, you know, I I will get back to you, you know, at this time, And they're like, oh, no hurry, you know, but then they're still pleased that I get back to them and that what I said, you know, so I like to set that expectation. And um, I think that has really helped with this too. I think too, not setting expectations leaves people kind of in limbo,
1: right? Right. So if we don't know when somebody's gonna get back to us, all of a sudden we go home and we're having this conversation with our spouse, right? And we go, oh, I talked to Kristen up at, you know, Willowwood. And all of a sudden the spouse goes, okay, well, you know when's that gonna be resolved. Well, I, I don't I don't know <laughs> I, 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 I knew. and like okay yeah. well then in the morning it's like 903 a.m. Hey you haven't called me yet you know right and it's like okay well you know I we talked at 423 p.m I mean you know I've <laughs> gotta leave and go home at some point you know Yeah. and I mean yeah. but people don't always make that connection right so by setting that expectation by saying hey you know Sally I'm so excited to talk to you today. It is 4.23. I have a soccer game tonight for my kids. So I need to be out of here by 5.15, 5.30. But you know what? I'm going to put you on my first priority in the morning. So how about this? Let's agree that I'm going to get with you between 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock tomorrow. But you will definitely have an answer tomorrow by the end of business. Okay. Well, that's fine. So then if you're at home sitting with your spouse and somebody goes, so when's Kristen going to call you back? um, she's going to call me back tomorrow by the end of business. Okay. No problem. You avoid that limbo. And that is super important for customer service.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I, I feel that, um, my position as office manager is kind of, you know, I don't want to say the face of the company because I'm not the face, but I'm kind of the I'm the structure of the company. You know, I, they, I like they look to me to find out, you know, how does it run? How do I do this? What should I do? It's kind of looking for answers. And I You're feel, you know, that, that, yeah, yeah. And so I, I mean, so yeah, if it goes hand in hand with that. And so customer service to me um, and that relationship with the customer is the, the driving force of kind of what makes me do what I do. Because I I like that I like to help people I like to work with them get to know them and and build that I love that I absolutely love that and I think that that like what you're talking about is
1: get to know them I think that's one thing that so many businesses have lost and 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 I'm not going to be like pro or anti COVID I think there's a lot of benefits in with the with the changes that we've had to make with COVID and I think yeah. there's also a lot of disadvantages that we've had to occur because of COVID but I think people are feeling more disconnected maybe people are feeling yes. like they are more dispensable they're more disposable i think that people are feeling more like they can just yell on the phone and somebody on the other end just has to take it if that if that means mm-hmm. like there, there's not that connection that you're a human being and i'm a human being and we treat each other with as much respect kind of thing but i think when you have that personal relationship and you can call and say hey this is teresa how are you like i don't even need to tell people like you know, Teresa kitchens with Sterling insurance group, right? Like I can just go, Hey, this is Teresa. I'm at Sterling. What's up girl. You know, and people like, Hey, <laughs> you know, and we can, we can have that conversation, right. Or they can text me or we can, we can chit chat about things, but I think people value that more than they have in the past. Have you seen that yes. with you coming on into this new, this new job?
2: Are you ready to transform the way your business communicates? Look no further than Lightspeed Voice, the ultimate solution for insurance agencies seeking a seamless communication. I've used them for over eight years. I'm telling you, what I'm reading is the truth. Picture this, crystal clear calls, advanced features, unparalleled, flexible, tailored, just for you. That's Lightspeed Voice. Tired of drop calls and outdated systems? Lightspeed Voice has your back. Say goodbye to communication hiccups and hello to a new era of efficiency. I love that. Boost productivity with features like call recording, voice to email, and effortless call transfers. Work from the office, from home, or on the go. Lightspeed Voice keeps you connected wherever your business takes you. Don't worry about the transition. Our dedicated support and onboarding teams will guide you every step of the way. Make the switch to Lightspeed and join the ranks of satisfied insurance agency owners like me, experiencing the power of seamless communication. Ready to elevate your agency? Visit LightspeedVoice.com or call 877.97 Voice to schedule your free demo. Lightspeed Voice, we're more than just talk. CAS approved.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that um, a lot of people are even surprised that we're answering their phone sometimes. Yeah. I mean, they're like, oh, I didn't really expect to get a person. And they, they just, so many people in so many places you call nowadays, you leave a message or you have long hold times or you don't get to talk to a person. And so I think they really appreciate having a person on the other end of the phone that You know, I mean, obviously we have our customer database and I can look them up and everything, but the fact that they feel like I, I recognize them, you know, Mm. that I know that they're our customer. Maybe I don't know everything about them, but that I, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I just know who they are kind of thing. And, um, that I'm answering the phone. They just think it's, I'm always so surprised that people are so happy that I'm answering the phone. (laughs) So they like to have a person.
1: Yes. Yeah. They really do, and I love what you said: was that you recognize them, you hear them, you know them, and mm-hmm. um, I think that's really, really important because we have lost so much. I think of our connection space um, to being able to go. And I mean, I, I am. I mean, I am a um, Gen Xer, so um, I love. There's this TikTok. Okay, so so Lisa and I share TikToks <laughs> like four or five times a week. So I'm just Shh, Lisa. Okay. So I love TikTok. So it's just TikTok and it is this uh, HR director, right? And she's, um, or no, it's not even HR. It's an employee thing, right? And this one employee is like a gen, um, gen um, like a, what is it? Baby boomer. Baby boomers, like, I set a meeting with my boss every single week so we can go through everything we need to go through. And it's an in-person meeting. And then like the, um, the next generation down, like I uh, probably like me, probably whatever I the am. The like, X, yeah. Yeah. So then Jeanette goes, you know what? Why is it that we need meetings? Like, you don't think I can do my job? Oh my gosh. You know, that's so me. <laughs> and then there's like the, um, millennial who's like, oh my gosh, let's all just be on Skype and let's talk all day long. And let's just, you know, like send gifts to each other and let's talk like on a Sunday, you know? And then there's the, um, Jen, whatever behind millennial, I don't even know anymore. Whatever my daughter is. Um, is that Jen? Y? is that what that is? I think so. Something like
0: that. Okay. I don't
1: even know. Anyway, yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, my gifts aren't working. Why can't we just Snapchat each other?" And I think it's, (laughs) I think it's so appropriate because I, as as Gen X or whatever, I sit back and go, "Oh my gosh, are we not doing our job? Why do we need another meeting?" But then again, at the same point, I think, you know, my team needs a personal connection. I need the personal connection because I know that whenever we do have the meeting, I know that when I walk away, everybody's on board, everybody's doing what they need to do. I'm doing what I need to do. They're doing what they need to do. And I think with clients, it's the same type of conversation is that they need that, connection. They need that conversation. So they know that I'm doing my job as an insurance agent, right? As an insurance partner for them. And they know that what they're supposed to do, right? Like if they refinance their house, they need to let me know. So there's all these different aspects of that, that by keeping connection, even through the different generations, we need to make sure that we really embrace being able to connect directly with our clients at whatever level they are. Do do you guys Mm -hmm. use, um, so do you have a lot of people that just pretty much want to be able to work by email with you versus phone calls?
0: Have you you seen that change during COVID? Um, No, not really. I think it's just the the type of person, like you said, different generations want to communicate in different ways. And so we have some customers who just want to do everything by email. And I'm the type who a lot of times I just want to pick up the phone and like get to the, you know, Much faster that the gist of it, yeah. Yeah. And so, so for me, I just have to try to like remember, try to respect, you know, what they're what they how they want to communicate. But no, so I mean, we do have you know lots of people who want to do it through email, and then um, lots who want to do it over the phone. So we have both. Um, But I I find that um, that that connection though, whether it's through email or through a phone, you know, they they want that and they appreciate that. And then I always have to keep in mind that although I find insurance fascinating and love it, that they, they may not. <laughs> what? what
1: do you mean they may not? What are you talking about? My husband always yeah, reminds me that insurance is not the best dinner party conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so cool. And people's eyes just kind of glaze over and yeah. you know, he's like, hey, so, yeah. really, stop.
0: He's like, really? Yeah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I tried to also um, give them You know, information that would help them understand from a novice point of view, from a person who doesn't work in the insurance industry so that they can know what the best steps are. And then also to make them feel comfortable calling me with questions or communicating, you know, email, whatever they want um, with any questions. I mean, you know, I had somebody who had a claim they were doing through the other driver because they were rear ended and, you know, perfect. They did everything, you know, they needed to do. But I let them know, I said, even though you're not making the claim through us, feel free to call me anytime with any questions, or if you just need advice, or if you're just not sure what they're saying, because, you know, it's a different language for them a lot of times. It's a different, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of times people are uneasy making a decision and I just want them to know we're here for them no matter what. And so they, I think they appreciate that too.
1: Oh, I I think they totally do. Because I agree with you. It's, it's something that affects them every single day as far as like, if something would happen, right? And it affects their bottom line. Can they get their car to work, right? I mean, can they can they get to work? Can they get to pick up their kids from school? Can they, you know, what are the the challenges that they may occur if something goes wrong, right? But so many people are so uneducated about it. And I find, I find it very interesting The people that are 40, 50 years old, we're still having the same conversation. What is a comprehensive deductible? What is a collision deductible? And I sit back and think we've had insurance since we were 16 years old, right? But it's not something that we think of. And a lot of people get with one carrier or one policy and they stay with it until it's financially maybe not really feasible for them. And they, when they shop, they shop price. They don't shop coverages mm-hmm. and they don't understand what they're getting. And I tell people all the time that insurance is like a great pair of jeans. And I've said it on this podcast multiple times. <laughs> the jeans that fit me when I'm 18 do not fit me when I'm 48, right? Like right now. My body's not the same, my lifestyle's not the same, my car is not the same, my home's not the same. So I don't need the same coverage when I'm 18 as I need when I am 48. And you know, when you involve younger drivers and younger people and the higher risk and or people that own a home versus don't own a home, those, all those things go into effect. You're driving a Maserati cause you went on out and <laughs> bought yourself your dream car. Those conversations change everything. And that's where having a great insurance advisor like you really comes into play. And I know that's when people truly appreciate it, but don't think about it before they need it or don't think about it before they go, oh, that's interesting. So until we open up those conversations, they don't know they need the conversation.
0: Oh, right. For sure. And we try to, I mean, like you said, a lot of times they come to us or to anyone. I mean, they're price shopping. And so yeah. we always try to steer the conversation. We don't, you know, try to compare apples to apples and say, oh, well, you know, with your coverages you have today, and this is what it would cost you. We don't even have that conversation with them. We want to tell, look at what they have, advise them to what they actually should have or yep. need and steer the conversation that way and let them know why. And, the and, you know, obviously we give them the cost. I mean, that's part of the quote process, but it's not the focus of our quoting process. And same thing with, like you were saying to have those conversations about as things change, that's how we try to, you know, a lot of times people like well oh, have insurance, you know, we, we had, we talked about all that with you, you know, five years ago, why do we need that? Well, now you have a couple babies. Now you have the, you know, you bought a new house. I mean, there's things, life changes. And so we all, you know, want to let them know that their coverages need to change and what they, you know, that's why we want to do those reviews on a regular yeah. basis. And so, yeah, we try to, we try to have that connection with them for that, those reasons. And, you know, and then a lot of times you have like a conversation about, you know, an umbrella policy, for example, and then, you know, it's three years later and they're like, why do I need this umbrella policy? They, no memory. No, of I agree. <laughs> and I remember three years later, but they agreed at the time,
1: right? I mean, yeah, oh, totally, agree. Yes. I agree. I <laughs> agree. And I find it funny too, that, um, People like and life changes, right? Like with all the shortages we've had in 2020 with lumber and the price of homes going up yeah. in general. And then here's a really big thing too. I had a conversation yesterday with a client about is that rental cars are so hard to come by between the chip shortages and the natural disasters we've had in the last couple of years that people are just using up the rental cars. The fact that, you know, the parts are so harder to come by for cars and that it's taking longer to be able to get cars replaced and cars, fixed and things like that, that, um, one of the things too, is that if somebody's driving, somebody's driving a suburban, right. And we give them $35 in rental reimbursement, they're not getting a suburban and if they have three kids <laughs> no. and all of a sudden we give them $35 a day and they're in a Nissan Sonata, you know, or Centra yeah. or, you know, what I, what I call it, you know, the 2021 version of a Pinto, you know, whatever. But, I'm just kidding. No, if you have a, I love Nissan. I really do. But I'm just saying, (laughs) a really, really small car, right? You can't get your three kids in that really super tiny car. So if you're renting, if so, if you have a suburban or an Escalade, whatever, and a really large car, then you need to make sure we have rental car reimbursement that's equal to get you the same type of vehicle. Because if you're room mom and it's Christmas and you got three kids and your car's in the shop, how are you gonna get all of those? cute little, you know, cupcakes that are Santa Claus hats, you know, all the way over this pool <laughs> with your three yeah. kids. They may not all make them there in one piece. So, yeah. you know, there's lots of pl- parts of that that are so important that as an insurance advisor, we need to pre-think for the client because it's not something the client thinks of on their own. Right. Right. So, so what types of um, areas, I know that working with Lisa, you have been able to add to the team in so many different ways. When I asked around about being able to get a rockstar office manager on the podcast, because that's really what I wanted to do. She was like, oh my gosh, you have to talk to and She's amazing. And I know she <laughs> loves working with you. How have you found with the concept of coming from an independent to a, to, uh, from a, from a captive to an independent, have you found the working environment to be different too? Just as far as, um, you know, maybe it's not as, I mean, in my mind, it's not as corporate driven. Maybe it's more mm-hmm. like we can do what we I hate to say what we want to do. We still have to make the money. Like we talked about, we still need to be profitable. We still need to run a strong team, take care of our clients. But how has that journey been for you on that end too? Has it been different just in the, corporate environment going from working for a big company and in an agency space to an independent uh, business owner?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you. It, it did feel very corporate before and, um, you know, the office, the dress code, the everything, you know, it was just very corporate. And then um, here it's much more entrepreneurial Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Lisa wants to grow her business, small agency, and she wants to grow. And so we have a lot of conversations about, well, you know, how do we do that? How do we, you know, what's our path? What, what do we need to do as an agency to grow? And uh, I'd like it because I really feel, I mean, before when I was, at, you know, the captive agency, we were a team. That was what we call, you know, we were our, the, her team. but it was still her show here. Mm -hmm. I feel like we are a team actually. Yes. Lisa is the leader and she makes the final decision on things, but all of our, all of our opinions and all of our ideas are, um, are just as welcome and just as needed. And I think, I really think that we do work together. So it just, it feels, it feels great to me because we, um, We're just we're all have the same goal and we have different roles and we come at it from different ways and we kind of bounce our ideas off of each other and work together to try to come together for that that common goal. And um, so it's I find it very fun and the entrepreneurial aspect energizes me and it really it makes me excited to come to work. Not just, I mean, I love my job besides, but that aspect of it is very energizing and like, Oh, what, what, what can we do? What can we, how can we make this successful and grow? And, you know, so I really, I, I find I get energy from it. I love that. I love that. And I know that Lisa
1: really works hard at trying to make it a good environment. So I love that even though, you know, the other environment was a very positive environment that it was still corporate, like you said, kind of driven, driven by your team, team leader, but yet at the same point, very driven from, probably, you know, the big head up in the sky, you know, that tells the team lead what they need to accomplish, right? Whereas as a independent agency owner, we don't really have as much of those well, we don't have any of the big head in the sky besides <laughs> our head and our own, you know, emotional drive. But yet, at the same yeah. point, we want to be able to do what's best for our team members. And I love that that you are uh, able to feel that and know that because I know that's very valuable for all of the agency owners out there to know that, you know, that people know that and feel that because sometimes you know, we get busy during the day and you get busy during the day. And sometimes we don't always connect the way we want to. And I love that you that you are such a great team member. And I know that one thing Lisa really loves about you is, is that you that you really step up and that you are such a great team member and that you use your voice. And that is one of the things here at the Power Women and Insurance podcast that we wanna make sure that we encourage in a healthy way, that we are, we are team members, right? That we, we step up, we say, Hey, how about this? How about that? That we add ideas to the table. And I know you do a great job with that. So I am really, really pumped to have you here on the podcast. Cause I know that that is according to Lisa, one of the most valuable things that you do is you really bring a lot to the table just every day on how to be able to take care of clients, how to be able to make the agency better each and every day. was well, might-
0: it. it, it It, sorry, Um, no, I was going to say it is, it is great to, um, it is great to be part of the team in that and that we just are, I, I think it, Lisa has created the environment and that we all are able to, you know, play a role in it is it just makes all of us, you know, sales, whatever, whoever it is really want to join in the effort. So it's not, you know, nobody feels like, oh no, that's not my role you know, that's not my place to, to say something. We all feel like, yes, it's my place. It's we want to all make this successful. I
1: love it. I love it. So if you had any advice for office managers out there who are trying to help an agency owner build a business who is is in charge kind of of that office community space, really helping to drive the culture, really helping to drive the connection with the clients, what advice would you give other agency owners that are
0: stepping up and being able to find their own voice in that space? Uh, well, as you know, I think obviously... In each environment, it's going to be different with whoever right. you know owns the agency, obviously. Um, but in my case, I feel like you said just being able to use my voice—that I have that voice—that I feel that I have that place um, as office manager. That I don't want to say clout. I don't. Ha- I just have the um, the. It's my position. It's it's right. like where I can. And will and want to make this company and this agency grow and be better and be the best so that it's something that we're all proud of. And so I feel like if as an office manager, if you feel that um, ownership in the sense that you're part of the team and that you really want that success and you want success for the owner, you want success for you, you want success for all of the salespeople, whoever is on the team, you if you come to work with that attitude and that's your driving force, it, I think it is going to help everybody. Mm. I love that. I love that. Just being a true team player and bringing it. I love that. And I was just going to say, and knowing that, that, um, that if we succeed, if the company succeeds, we all succeed, you know, we yeah. are that much, I mean, you know, it is a business we all want to make money. We all want to be successful. And so, you know, to know that, and to know that we, you know, we're all in it together is, you know, makes, makes it a big difference.
1: Completely, completely. Cause it takes a team, right? We all need uh-huh. to be able to be a team. I love it. Well, Kristen, if people want to reach out to you, connect with you, how would you advise people to be able to reach on out and connect with you if they have questions?
0: Um, well, LinkedIn is always good or, um, you know, just my regular email, whatever people want to, however they want to reach out.
1: I love it. I love it. And she is with Willowwood Insurance in Minneapolis. So very excited for you guys. And I love, 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 love your team. And I will personally be up in Minnesota. I told Lisa this. Um, a couple times that my intent is to be able to come on up to Minnesota this spring not during the winter. I am not that crazy. But <laughs> um it's really funny though. Um I grew up in Iowa and Wisconsin, but my okay. grandparents were in uh Winona, Minnesota. So we oh, would wow. go from Dubuque, Iowa up the Mississippi up to Lacrosse and then over to uh Winona and um that was where I spent much of my childhood. So um okay. I love that area, but I know as well as anybody that January through probably February is not my time necessarily. Yeah, January February, you stay away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I mean, as much as I would probably love it, I don't think that I'm, I would love it probably 24 hours, 48 hours. I'll be not very honest. Yeah, It would be nostalgic and then I'd get really cold. So (laughs) I will probably come (laughs) up in March and I really look forward to meeting you in person because I am totally stoked about being able to just be able to get to know you a little bit better. And I plan on being up in Minnesota soon. Oh, well, fantastic. That'll be fun. All right. Well we're putting. Well everybody, this has been Kristen Walkoop with the Willowwood Insurance. She is amazing, the awesome office manager. And you know what? If you have questions, reach on out to her. But what we do here at the Power Women in Insurance podcast is we do highlight another amazing woman every single Wednesday. So do make sure that you check us on out. We're on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even on Audible, all these other places. If you just Google Power Women in Insurance, you will definitely find us. And we love to be able to highlight women's journeys through the insurance, careers, industry, in ways that they make a difference for the clients and for the industry as a whole. So make sure you also give us a review And if you have suggestions of women for us to be able to connect with, please reach on out to me personally, Teresa Kitchens. You can Google me. You can uh, look me up on uh, Google or Facebook or anything. I'm all over the place, LinkedIn. And I would love to be able to connect with more amazing, powerful women in the insurance space. Kristen, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. Everybody have an amazing week. Talk to you soon.
2: to see your agency succeed. Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more. mbsbrokerage.com. Cash certified.